Hello ladies and germs, it's Dawn of the Dan here again with another little mini cast. It's been a while since we've got any of this material out, uh, we do apologise for that but unfortunately uh, work, life, universe and everything's kind of been conspiring against us putting out content on a regular basis. But enough crying, we're back on the train so let's get into it. So these mini casts are where we take aside from things we touched on briefly or wish to cover on the main cast but don't really have the time to it's not the right medium to do so so we can take these topic matters off into a little side note and um, go into them with a little bit more detail and give them a little bit more personal touch still a conversational piece but uh, probably only just a one-sided conversation at this point all right so enough of that so today I'm going to touch on a game that I've spoke about many times on the main podcast and um, why I think you probably should outlay a bit of money and play this game. Alright, the game is Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. As I said, any long-time listeners to the cast have heard me talk about this game repeatedly, about how brilliant it was, everything else like that. So sit back, um, I'm going to run through a few things, uh, cover the major topic points of the game, and hopefully give you a bit more of an insight as to what it's about. So I spent the majority of my six hour playthrough of Hellblade uh, grasping for something to be able to pin the experience to. Something I can relate it to in real life. But unfortunately I've never experienced anything like this in my life. It unfolds like a beautiful dark tense visual novel placing the excellently raw human performance of its main character front and center on her journey into the land of Northmen. Her story is one of confusion, sadness, fear and loss and it's punctuated by moments of beauty and strength that has left a lasting impression on myself. It follows the um, Senua, a Celtic warrior who embarks on a mission to the homeland of the Northmen uh, in order to penetrate the depths of their version of Hell, the mythological Norse land of the dead called Helheim. It's bound by threads of historical fiction, historical non-fiction, mythology and metaphor all admirably weaved together to create a unique atrop that's right for exploring the darker tones and themes that Hellblade tackles. As impressive as the story it is, the smart design reinforces the sensory nature of the harrowing tale through subtle and intuitive mechanics. Even before you start your journey, you're prompted to play with headphones in order to capitalize on the binaural audio design, which is a simulated three-dimensional sound for those people like me who didn't know what that meant. Um, this is used to great effect as the voices that plague you in your jana are a constant chatter dancing around your head in creepy ways that feel as though you're actually never alone. And in truth, you never really are alone in Hellblade, for better or for worse. These voices speak directly to Senua, each other, and perhaps even to you as the player. They impart advice, they argue about her actions, they tear her down, kick her in the guts, pick her up at the best and most inopportune times. This fact, coupled with the excellent original score and never faltering voice work, and the ambient sounds, both real and imagined, make for an audio experience that's as vivid and liberal as anything that happens before your eyes. Uh, so visually, Hellblade is a gorgeous game to take in. It ranges from sun-soaked rocky beaches uh, to dark, distorted forests full of streaks of colour and light that, and deep darkness that strangles the screen. There's a variety of hues, saturation, exposure that convey meaning in most areas. And while full motion video isn't a new thing in video games, 
Hellblade's use takes it to another degree by splicing in real footage of secondary characters performance through a heavily distorted filter that creates impactful scenes between real and animated characters without feeling out of place. I was consistently pleased, uh, surprised by the number of ways Ninja Theory was able to present these moments all without breaking the immersion of the world and story. So it's incredibly smart use of audio and visual distortion and trickery to convey the frightening effects of psychosis, hallucinations and delusions and married with gameplay elements for an experience that rarely ever, oh sorry, it makes you question whether you're actually playing a game or you're playing a story. Um, it doesn't, doesn't ever feel like one or the other, it's constantly in the middle of them. So that's enough gabbing on about how beautiful the game and the visuals and the sound is. So what is the game about you ask? Well let's move on to that now. So Hellblade revolves around Senua's perception of her environment, drawing connections between her beliefs and geometry of the world. For example, there is no HUD in Hellblade, yet that chorus of voices shout panic advice at Senua in the heat of battle. Behind you, one of them screams, seconds before any enemy has a swing at your back. There's no combat tutorial either. Your first moments of do or die battle begin without warning. Uh, there's no objective markers or minimap, which can be kind of frustrating sometimes when you're trying to backtrack either out of an area after finishing it or trying to find the collectibles inside the world. It would be good to have a little minimap <laughs> every now and then, uh, but it probably make the game feel a little bit disconnected from um, you know, the immersive experience that it was. Uh, it's a game that you're not supposed to trust because what you hear, see or feel is rarely real. And because of that, there are moments of terrifying tension that gave me an amount of anxiety and panic that was really uncomfortable. Uh, there was one section where it's pretty much a pitch black area and you've got a guide sending us through it. And basically there's all these shapeless hair raising creatures that would lunge out if you got too close. And the only cues that you had with that that were there were mild audio cues and you had to uh, find your way through this maze with all these nasty creatures lurking in it uh, basically by sound alone you had no visual um, even i tried to cheat and tried to turn all the uh, light settings all the way up you still could not see anything the game it was just pitch black so yeah you're blind in this area and basically you get one of these monsters it'll just kill you there was no um so as you're, you're going through this you do get anxious you're like oh shit and um yeah you're worried about that um that death or whatever else you know that horrible ending that if she actually accidentally ran into one of these monsters and it, you know, the feeling of relief once you cleared that area and got back out into the open was yeah it was crazy Alright, and um, so most of Hellblade revolves around Senua's perception of her environment, drawing connections between her beliefs and the geometry of her world. You'll scour each area, lining up beams, trees, so the shape of the world around her take on significance, unlock the next door that blocks her progression. It's um, very puzzle heavy. As new puzzle elements are slowly added, added sorry, like fractured walkways and doors that require a precise viewing angle to be reassembled, or portals that force you to enter entirely different versions of the world, these puzzles take on new layers of depth and meaning. Many of these moments are profoundly rewarding when you uncover something new, like a hidden path that can only be seen through a specific portal because they're reinforced by the story that's made all this impossibly plausible. 
Surprisingly, Combat in Hellblade is more of a palette cleanser than a core element. It's definitely not a hack and slash heavy game. Um, it, the combat punctuates the story with wave-based enemies that block progress until defeated, making use of a light attack, heavy attack, parry, dodge and charge type mechanic. Though these moves do combine together to create a varied enough skill set when facing the same half a dozen or enemy types, and progression does feel stunted since new abilities only slightly modify the core of the combat rather than redefine it. The simple nature of the combat design just kind of struck me as obligatory for the sake of the interactivity of the game, giving you another way to interact with the world outside of perception, coupled with the fact a warrior should be defined by battle. But there were only a few fights where large groups of enemy were thrown at me, and I never felt really threatened. It's only at the end when the enemy numbers and difficulty spike jumps unexpectedly through the roof that the combat depth eventually becomes more than the sum of its parts. It does take a while to get traction, but uh, like I said, right towards the end of the game, it really, yeah, there were some difficult parts. And like most of Hellblade, combat is still a tense experience, knowing that dying too many times inside or outside of combat will eventually cause your save to be deleted and you'll be for forced to start the game again from the beginning. Now that sounds like something that Dark Souls would do, doesn't it? Uh, very draconian in its execution. But it ties into the stories of Concrete, reinforcing a system where failure carries meaning rather than simply acting like a gimmick to artificially inflate difficulty. And though I don't think I ever got close enough having my save destroyed, um, I only got the blacks um, so to simplify that down, every time you die, you've got like this black growth that works its way up your arm, and every time you die, it just moves further and further up, and eventually it goes up across your shoulder and into your head and you die. Um, I only got it up into about the mid-bicep, so um, while I was still worried about it, it wasn't making me like stress and lose all my hair. Um, but still it kept you very mindful that every time you got you died you got one step closer to that having that save file deleted and having to start the journey again all right so in my wrap-up Hellbates is a masterclass of atmosphere storytelling in the marriage of mechanical and conceptual design um, while there's bits there that feel a bit cliched um, to remind us we actually are playing a video game the care and attention that's been paid into this and into the character um, and her story and her journey into her own version of hell um, is something amazing. This is, to me, this is a game that everybody should play and I'm thankful for the opportunity that I actually had to play it. Um, and, yeah. Alright, so hopefully that's shed a little bit more light on the game of Hellblade Senua's Fat Sacrifice. Um, and Hopefully I've changed your view on the game. If you've been fence sitting, I've made you jump over the fence and want to pay it. Or if, if you weren't interested in it at all, uh, potentially now you have an interest. Alright, with that, um, I'm going to wrap up. Uh, you will find me out and about at Dawn of the Dan on Mixer, Instagram and the Twitter world. And if you want to have a discussion about this or anything else, just reach out to me on those channels. With that, Dan out.